0: This club, man, this club, this silly, silly club, I don't know what this thing does to me. It is just what, if you want to go and support a football team that's going to excite you, that's going to make you feel like death, that's going to make you feel like you want to jump off a cliff and then crawl your way back up it slowly and painfully, then come support Arsenal because that's the club that we are. Hello and welcome to the Gooner Talk, back in with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series, straight after Arsenal have miraculously somehow managed to claw away a point at the London Stadium against West Ham, drawing 3-3 after what was arguably the worst 30 minutes of football I have ever witnessed Arsenal play. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the comeback. We're going to talk about your thoughts in the chat box. Let me know how you're feeling after that game. What do you think about the game overall? Does it fill you with hope that we came back after a horrific first 25, 30 minutes? Does it fill you with frustration, sadness, annoyance? How do you feel about it? What should have been done differently? I've got a lot of questions about Mikel Arteta's team selection. We're going to talk about that and more, but let's see how you're feeling in the chat box before we go into any of that. Um, Yoni Max says, I'm glad we brought it back, but did we pay the ref? That, that ref, that ref is the kindest man in the world. The kindest man in the world is that referee. I have never, ever, ever seen a referee give a dive in, the, in their own half, other, the one time. And I think it, was, it might have even been Mustafi that dived in his own half. I, that's the only other time I've ever seen it happen. But John Moss, hold my hands up, we've been critical of referees, but thank you, <laughs> thank you so much because that was ridiculous. I have never seen an officiating performance quite like that. That was, I've never felt so... So happy about a referee. So, yes, Yonick, you're spot on there. Um, Noah says, real glad Chambers is showing his ability. John P says, great ref. Uh, SH says, if Alba doesn't doesn't snap out of his funk soon, you's been him out of the club. Aubameyang, we're going to talk about him because I am so done at this stage with that guy's performances because they you talk about a player wanting to react to being dropped for being late for the North London derby you come back you have a horrific performance against Olympiacos where you can't even finish your dinner you then go into that game put on that ton of defensive performance not tracking back Bar one time where he put a challenge in that was the only time in the entire game I saw him tracking back horrific display going forwards couldn't create couldn't run couldn't press lazy caught offside doesn't want to get into any dangerous positions. Just poor, really, really, really poor. And it's on a, and it is on Arteta that he didn't take him off sooner. That is on Arteta. Arteta's substitutions changed the game, but they were too late, far, far, far too late in the game, and they had to be done. You don't go into this 72nd minute to make your first changes. You need to keep the energy up. You need to keep it high. You need to move forwards. Why well, he took off Granite Xhaka? I'd struggle with that a bit because I thought we lost control when we took off Granite Xhaka. I would have taken off Bamiyang for Smith-Rowe. Later on in the game, yeah, take off Granite Xhaka. If we're still not winning, then put Martinelli on. But not taking Bamiyang off first, I thought that was a bit strange and taking off Granite Xhaka. I thought that was a really odd. And you know me, you know me. I support Arteta, I back Arteta. But I have a lot of questions, a lot of questions after that because I don't – genuinely, I don't know if that was – was really odd. Uh, Glenn Cook says Saka has been poor since he was rested at Leicester. I'm sorry, Glenn. I don't agree with you there. I thought Saka had a really good first half. I, and, and into like into the like the the reasons we conceded, besides him turning his back for the free kick, which yeah, fair enough. But s- second half of the first half, he was great. Before he came off, he was great. Him and Erdegaard got us back into the game with the passing and the style. And getting us back getting the goal towards it he should have taken his chance in the first half really poor finish should have been finishing that in the bottom left-hand corner or maybe if we'd have gone into halftime at three two it would have been very very different but yeah I, i don't blame a lot on saka i really don't he's come back from an injury I have no kind of things regarding Saka with that one. Um, Zamir says, now, Tom, Saka was wasteful and poor and not at this level. He needs a rest. I really think people are being harsh on Saka. The combination play of him and Erdogan on the right-hand side I thought was excellent. I thought he was really good with the interplay on the right-hand side. Uh, Matt Alexander says, 10th in the league. Trust We're 9th in the league, mate. Check the table. You can see your agenda before you even type your tweet in. Uh, I see no progress. Arteta out for me. I simply see no progress on him. Unacceptable season. Iron Cub says, Tom, EA need to update Erdogan's stamina to 99 on foot, man. He just doesn't stop running. Arsenal Granny says, think Arteta really tries to give his players the benefit of the doubt? He does. And I think he's that, that could be a sword that he falls on, unfortunately. But really poor. Looking at the Lingard goals, the Lingard goal is, is a really good strike. But defensively, we didn't. Really, really poor defending um to stop that Lingard strike. Yes, really, really poor. Jasha says Tom Lacker has just said all that said the players didn't respect the game plan of the coach. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's telling, isn't it? Absolutely telling. It'd be interesting to see if that's true. Um if that's exactly what Lacazette has said. Um it'd be interesting to see. I'm sure people are tweeting out um the thoughts on it. Oh, Dear me. I can't believe we played like the way we did in the first 30 minutes. It was really, really, really dreadful. Really dreadful in the first 30 minutes. I, I, genuinely, I don't know what we were thinking. Really, really don't. Wilson says Leno should have done better with the second goal that we have conceded. Yeah, Leno, I, I thought it was one of his worst games, to be honest. I thought he was really poor. Um, he shouldn't be and beat. I'm watching it now. It does take a little deflection off Marie Granted, but he's still near post, unsqueezing underneath you there. And just to give away the free kick like that, look at everyone, look at the dejected, we're not alive, we're not with it. And it's really easy, really, really easy for for them to just, they just, it was, everyone fell asleep. That is saying that they're not switched on. They were not switched on, period. I just, I really can't, I can't come up with a reasoning for why we played like we did in the first 30. Lacazette has apparently said that we didn't respect the game plan. I need to double check that because if that's true, then wow, fair enough for him to come out and be so honest about that. But... Really, 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 really poor. Um, let's scroll down and get some more of your comments. Uh, Matt says, I don't have an agenda. I've just now come to the decision that I don't think Arteta is the man to lead Arsenal forwards. Apologies. We're not 10th. Exactly. Fair enough. Appreciate your apology. John P says, say what you want about Arteta's subs, but he, he's instilled the real character in this team. He needs a few more better players. Mate. <laughs> mate, we need more than a few. We need more than a few, mate. If The worrying thing is the striker that we've given our 300 grand a week contract to is the guy that's going. Is the guy that's going to be staying at the club. He's the guy that's going to be continuing on. And we've got Lacazette, who's leaving. And I was fine with that. Absolutely fine with Lacazette going. I thought his time had kind of run its course. But when he's putting in performances like that, because he was excellent, Lacazette was excellent, really good. Interplay was good. Hold-up play was good. Passing was good. Finishing in the second half was good. And, of course, he forced a goal in the first half. It was a really poor shot that needed a deflection off Suchek, I believe it was, but... Yeah, no. He was really, really good in the second half. Um, Omar says, we were lucky in the end, though. Can't lie. They missed an absolute sitter. They did. You're right. <laughs> I just completely forgot about that, that chance. But you could still say that we missed a lot of chances ourselves. We really did create a lot of chances for ourselves in the second half. We deserve to win the game on the balance of play. 60 minutes of that game, we were on top for that match. West Ham created, ironically, four clear-cut chances. They scored three of them, and then they didn't take the last one that they created. And... We created a lot of chances in the second half. Martin Odegaard. if we don't go out and try and sign this kid, I don't know what he has to do because the the problem is is that Real Madrid are going to be looking at him and going, wow, wow, he is an unbelievable talent, unbelievable player, Martin Odegaard. Can you imagine being someone that didn't want us to sign him in January? Imagine being that guy. (laughs) Imagine being that guy. The Real Janice says, no idea how I feel about this team. Been like this all season, proud and disgusted all in one game. Also, Leno really had a bit of an off game. What do you think about Chambers on the right-hand side? Uh, first half, he was so off it. like He was getting cut open, did not know what he was doing, was being too far inside, left us really exposed on the right because he wasn't far out enough. Ironically, he really got kind of trapped and next to, to David Luiz for a lot of the game because he's, he's a centre-back by trade, um, playing there at right-back. Second half, wow. Wow. Unbelievable play going forwards from a guy that I genuinely didn't believe he had it in him I really didn't believe that Callum Chambers could be that effective going forwards but he was excellent in the second half so and even in elements of the first half of course created chances he was so so good in that position um and he probably looks to keep his place I was really gutted that Cedric didn't start the game if I was honest I kind of thought that Cedric might come in for this one um he didn't and we take that, whatever it is. But, yeah, really, really, really good from him. No, Willis says, Chambers just needs time to settle. He was bawling before he got hurt. All you have to say is that Hector Bellerin came back from a really bad injury. has not looked anything like the player that he was. And Chambers comes back from a very similar injury, if not the same injury, and is, is doing that. He's doing that. So. It's a real, real kind of slight on Bellerin, the performances of both Cedric and Chambers this season, since coming back. Uh, Jermaine Chambers, I mean, you might be a little bit biased, says Chambers did very well in the second half and put some good crosses, crosses into the box. Well done, Chambo. Uh, Cesar says, my right back. People forget Chambers under Emery playing centre-back, right back and left back. Iron Cub says Chambers never relied as much on his pace as Bellerin, though. Yep, yeah, you're, you're spot on. Vignes says Partey has to really improve his shooting. (laughs) Yeah, other than that, I thought Partey, other than, again, like everyone, the first 30 minutes, when we're talking about players in a good sense, we're talking after the three goals we conceded, Partey was really influential. That was the Partey back to his best again. The passes, the passes through the defensive lines from Partey were excellent. He split those West Ham players in half with some of the passes that he was playing in that game. Really, really good. Uh, Calvin Cloet says, I'm seriously worried about Aubameyang. Lacquer is amazing on and off the ball. What does Pepe have to do to get a start? Uh, JD says, Lano was, is, and always will be an error-prone goalkeeper. Takes too long while passing out from the back and put others under unnecessary pressure. Poor kicking, not commanding enough, and we sold the wrong goalkeeper. uh, Kian Riordan says, Riordan, sorry, says, Oi, 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 Tob. Not Bellerin, to be fair. My ideal right-back is a combination of Chambers and Bellerin. Wow. Um, O'Malley says, Partey and Erdogan will be running in West Ham's minds all week. Wilson says, Partey's shooting was awful. However, he was absolutely superb overall, in my opinion. Matt G says, who told Partey he was good at shooting? (laughs) Kevin S says, agreed on first time for a while that Partey has played really, really well. I don't necessarily think it's the first time he's played really, really well in a while. I think that he's just, I agree with Clive and Clive kind of convinced me in a way that I think he's, He's still getting up to speed after what was a really disappointing um, kind of performance from him, for sure, um, in some of the games. But I think that it's more about his fitness that he's getting back up to. Uh, George Allen says, What has Martinelli got to do to get more minutes? Abamian did nothing that game. needs to sign Erdogan, worked his socks off, and carried the team during our woeful start. Man of the match by far. And you are spot on, mate. Glenn Cook says, As good as Erdogan has been, there are times where he hesitates and misses... Oh, Glenn, come on, mate. Come on, mate. He's, he's looking for the right pass. He's looking for the right time. I think that's incredibly harsh. Incredibly harsh to criticise Erdogan after that performance. I think he has been really good moving forwards. Really, really good. Erfan says, Xhaka needed to be rested today. You could tell he was struggling to keep up with the ball. Um, should have been a game for Sabahos. I don't agree with that Ivor Sabahos has been dreadful dreadful over the last few games I don't know what some people are watching today I really really don't get it um (laughs) Vinny says uh Glenn what game are you watching Odegaard was pure class uh Goon says Tom it's time to get ruthless and keep the players that want to play um Ajit says Pepe also Abameyang um Vignesh says Laka looked like a captain in that match Abameyang was invisible the whole match he was actually hiding in my opinion. Super Latua says, I said it will, I said it and we'll say it again. It will take a decade and reasonable financing for us to compete. Albos says, what is Abamiang's position? Uh, Striker, which he wasn't playing and that falls on Arteta. I don't agree with his team selection for today. I really didn't think it was right. Uh, Reginald says, Tom, I think the team has evolved beyond Aubameyang style. The thing is, Aubameyang's style, Aubameyang's a striker and he's a poacher in the box. That's the best thing he's at. Get on the end of shots, crosses, get on the end of little cutbacks. That's Aubameyang. And that's what we do. But we're not putting him at striker. When we are putting him there, he's missing sitters. Absolute sitters. I don't think we've necessarily evolved beyond Aubameyang. I think Aubameyang is not playing well. I think it's as simple as that. Uh, Kian says, Tom, would you start Gabby Martinelli over Aubameyang next game? Yeah, I mean, no, I actually would start Emil Smith Rowe on the left and Erdogan in the middle. That's what I'd do. I think those. I think we really needed Erdogan and Smith Rowe for this game, and I don't know why we didn't go with them. Uh, Janice, thank you so much for the donation again. Really, really appreciate the support as always. He says Erdogan is phenomenal. He is the perfect Urzil replacement. I love. This kid. Uh Luke Howard says, (laughs) Thor I wish fans were in the ground to see him. I really, really do. He's unbelievable. Joe, who joined us for our previous show, says, Should we take more confidence or concern from that performance? You know me, I'm always the optimist. I lean towards the fact that for 30 minutes we were dreadful, but for the majority of the game we played well and we really looked like the team that were going to win the game overall, and we created enough. And I thought we deserved to win the game. On the balance of play, I think we were fortunate in moments. West Ham missing that big chance at the end. Um, what's his name? John Moss giving us a lot of really kind of decisions I didn't expect him to give us. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you have to take it. we finished the game strongly. That's important. Start the game poorly, sure, but finish the game like you intend to go on and do something for the rest of the season. West Ham have been excellent. Let's talk about West Ham for a second because we haven't really given enough credit for that first 30 minutes and what i will say is that i'll join the boys uh i did a preview show on a west ham channel and the boy doing the west ham stuff said that if arsenal scored three goals he would he would get a cannon shaved into the side of his head so i'm looking forward to pressing that and i'll make sure to send you the tweet and you guys need to get this West Ham fan shaving a, a cannon into the side of his head. I'll send you the tweet after the game. You can follow us at the Gooners Talk TV. Um, John Posse was superb for us, says JD. Tang Wang says, I'm concerned we will fall to our own devices uh, once again in the Europa League. We don't show up and only play when under pressure. Um, Regan says, Jesus, Tom, what a rollercoaster that was. Uh, Erdogan, though, what a player. Uh Ed says we look like a team at the midpoint of a rebuild, still making unforgivable mistakes, but having the toughness to fight through. And th- look, when I was with Hugh earlier on and we had a hell of a watch along. And if you have if you want to go back and watch my live reaction to the goals, you can on Hugh Wizzy's channel. But my God, Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah we he was angry in the first first thirty minutes and I was sitting there and I'm very much someone who when we're losing I'm not a big screamer I'm very much someone that kind of goes inside myself and internalizes my anger in a lot of ways which I shouldn't do when I'm on a live stream I know I should be a little bit more uh exuberant <laughs> should we say which I was when we were scoring but yeah I just the thing is the thing is when I'm on there um and I know that Hugh wants to challenge me with some of the questions and I get it I just oh man it's really hard because a game is a microcosm a game is a microclimate of a ge- of a fixture it's it's the season is bigger the context of the whole situation is bigger than just one game and it's really hard when you're sitting at 3-0 not to go oh stuff this screw this like it's terrible it's really hard for me and I, I'm not like that uh, and I get the side of things to say that when you are 3-0 down, you're going to be chucked this in. This is dreadful. This is embarrassing. And that's why I want to internalise. And that's why I want to wait until the end of the and see what the final score is. And that's what we did do. And I was patient. And we did wait until the end of the game and look what the score was in the end. And the amount of people that were giving me untold stick. And Pablo, I can see you in the chat, my friend, my fraudulent brother. I can see you, son. Uh, <laughs> the untold stick that I was getting today unbelievable stuff but I, I take it on the chin or chins in my case um yeah. yeah um unbelievable stuff really I, I take it I understand people's frustrations people don't agree with me I get it that's fine I'm not gonna as long as you're a respectful I don't really care as long as if you're not you can go do one <laughs> so at the end of the day it's what it is for me I'm not too fast I'm just really really kind of I'm, I really want to try and take a step back sometimes and look at the situation as a whole. And it's tough when you're losing 3-0 to do that. And all I can think of is at the untold stick and I'm thinking my phone's blowing up with WhatsApps from Spurs fans and United fans and Chelsea fans. And I'm not going to look at it until the end. I'm going to send a very nice message that I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to scroll back over the messages that when we were 3-0 and I'm going to laugh at them because they spoke too soon. They spoke too soon. I don't like speaking too soon. I really don't. A lot went wrong today. A lot needs to change. Uh, Please get more of your thoughts in the chat box. Pablo says, now it's all love. We all have different opinions but want the same thing. David Key says, Tom, we saw the boys fight for Arteta. Remember when we were 4-0 up at halftime to Newcastle and we know what happened to come back. Can you imagine, for a second, and someone might go and get a result out and prove me wrong, but can you imagine an Unai Emery team doing that? Arsenal under Unai Emery, can you see the players when we were in the lowest point, any point of our season and losing games like that? Can you you imagine us coming back? Can you imagine that? Because I can't. I can't imagine an Arsenal team getting behind Unai Emery and that performance and that fight and desire and determination and the loyalty to the system and then the style that you could see in that second half. That gives me the confidence. That's what gives me the hope. And I'm not just going to throw it in. I'm not a kid who wants to go and buy FIFA points to try and get quick wins anymore. Was it, Uni? Not now. <laughs> but the point of that analogy is, is that it's not about quick wins. It's not about chucking in and hoping you get a new manager and it's going to change like that overnight. It doesn't matter. The real world doesn't work that way. And I can see hope and promise in that performance and the end of that game. I can see it. I can see. I can see the progress first 30 minutes was the arsenal evolved the arsenal didn't care the arsenal with the mentality problem and the mental fragility that was the arsenal we've come to expect over the last decade in that first 10 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes but the last the arsenal the last 60 minutes of that game was the arteta arsenal was the team that got but their ideas up got behind their coach and scored goals and tried to get the win not giving up because we have given up at times. This team has utterly given up at times and we look like we've given up in the first 30 minutes, but we turned this around and we came back and that is going to be a huge, huge mental boost for this team. I don't want see people slandering in Arteta after that match. Yeah, sure, it wasn't good enough, first 30 minutes. But if you can't see that these players are behind this coach and want to win and have a will to win and the attitude is different in some of them, not all of them, and Abamyang, big questions. Big, big questions. But the majority on that team today, on that pitch, and the players that came off the bench and that were fighting, David Luiz, brilliant in the second half. Brilliant. That's, That's the thing. That's what I look at. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. That's the hope that I have, is that we can have that change. We can see that continue. That's what I want. That's what I want. Regan, uh, thank you so much for the donation, mate. You're absolute legend, uh, and you're one of our members, part of the TGT gang, of course too. Um, Tom, does Arteta's persistent chopping and changing worry you? I know a lot of football has been played, but why did Gabriel drop out today? Uh, I don't know, mate. I think I think it's more so because Arteta wants to deal with West Ham's aerial ability, and I think that's why also Chambers came in, and Marie is better in the air. Than Gabrielle, um, and when I say better, I don't mean like here and here. I'm talking fine margins, but I think he coped really well today. I think Marie did really well today. Actually, the goals are ridiculous. Like the the, the Lingard goal comes from poor defending on our right hand side. Really good shot. The second goal, so the second goal is a joke. It's just disgusting. The third goal is a header. It's a very fortunate touch from Suchek off the header from Antonio. So that's it. Holly says, Tom, check Twitter. What do I need to check Twitter for? What's going on Twitter? Is it kicking off? Is it kicking off on Twitter, Holly? Um, here we go. Oh, thank you, Holly, for sending me the uh, the, the Lacazette interview. It says, we didn't respect the game plan from the coach. He showed that he deserves to play Arsenal. It's coach Arsenal? Is that what he means? But yeah, fair play. Thank you, Holly, for sending that through. Much appreciated. Yannick um, says, Marie did really well today. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Deary B. Francis says, I just subscribed. You're absolute legend, Francis. Welcome to the crew. Teng Wang says, Chambers was such a good rotation move, right? Hence drop- hence chopping and changing worked there. And Bellerin, not on the bench. Williad, not on the bench. Maybe he had a bit of an injury, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, there you go. Vignesh says, uh, Tom, people forget that West Ham are really, really strong defensively. I am really surprised that we have put three past them. City couldn't manage it. West Ham looked really good against City, arguably deserved to win against Man City. And based on that 30 minutes, you say, yeah, West Ham are far the better team. Second half, last 60 minutes, Arsenal, Boston. Absolutely Boston. Once did they look like they were going to come out and score with that Antonio chance to hit the post. Once. Arsenal-Boston for the rest of that game. DJ. DJ. <laughs> Says it's debatable whether they do or not, in my opinion. I don't think it's... How, how can it be debatable? <laughs> how is it debatable? we come back from 3-0 down, DJ? What are you talking about, son? You little stubborn boy. <laughs> Enjoy your chicken shop meal tonight. I'm sure you will, mate. Sunday roast. From the chicken shop downstairs. Go enjoy it, DJ. Enjoy it. Regan says, uh, what is your opinion on how we approach the rest of the season now? Should we just put everything into your... Regan, no. We take it game by game. Next game after the international break. Oh, how important was it not to lose that game ahead of the international break? So important. Next game is Liverpool. Big. Poor, what a game that is. What a huge game that Liverpool game is going to be. Oh, it's going to be something different, that game something different yeah unbelievable but yeah we take it game by game Regan we take it game by game son. Uh Dan Roberts says that draw kind of sums up our season ish <laughs> Matt G says don't get my hopes up mate really want Erdogan to say what did Iron Cub say let's scroll up what did Iron say what's Iron Cub saying in the chat box? where is he let me find our old boy Iron Cub how far up is that Jesus I'm scrolling I'm scrolling I can't find it I can't find it I'm not going to find it <laughs> Theory me. Uh Ronit says this game will do a hell of a lot to the team's morale. Vignesh says this is the difference between Spurs and Arsenal. They bottle a 3-0 and we have to we have the bottle to come from 3-0 down. Yonick says, are we playing Liverpool? Van Dyke instant recovery loaded. <laughs> yeah, you're so spot on. Um, do you bench Alba for the rest of the season? As, uh, yeah, based on that performance, he doesn't get into that Liverpool game. He does not start, period. He's not in that game. He hasn't got the will to win. He hasn't got the will to want to play. Get him out of this team. I'm all for him coming back in and proving me wrong later on down the line, but he doesn't deserve to start the next game. Categorically does not deserve to start the next game. Fact. Pure fact. Uh, Saurab says, Odegaard, you beauty, he is silk personified. Iron comes to the end time." Tom Odegaard just says he feels at home and is really pleased to be here. Oh, yeah, we miss it. We, miss, we, we, oh, i want him so much. Honestly, he's if he, if we sign him, if we sign Odegaard, I'll buy his shirt with his name on the back. Guaranteed, absolutely guaranteed, he is going to be the guy. Um. <laughs> Janice if you know what he means you know if you know you know that's all I'm saying if you joined us for the preview you know <laughs> dear me Matt Thornton says 100% Tom uh George Allen says love the fight to come back amazing we got a result considering Leno, Tierney, Marie, Jack, Abamier, and Saka were poor the Arteta out crowd have gone very quiet given time I'd be surprised if they were quiet I think they've got a lot to say I think there's a really strong argument to criticise Arteta based upon that. I criticised Arteta for the team selection, thought it was wrong. Going out there in the first 30 minutes, wrong. I mean, Lacazette can come out and say, and fair play to him for saying it, that they didn't respect the game plan. But he has to instil that. He has to make sure it is unacceptable not to follow the game plan. And, he did, and, and if that's not happened, it's, it's not happened. Sam says, let me scroll up to get that question. Sam says, how much of that slow start is a result of our fixture list compared to theirs? No excuses. Of course, we did play on Thursday, and they didn't. They've had a week's rest, but that's not an excuse, mate. It's not an excuse. Not an excuse at all. <laughs> DJ, you're, you're running a fine line, son. You're running a fine line, mate. You, no no admin in here. No admin privileges for you in here, son. Regan says, sound like the right approach. What do you think is possible for the rest of the league season? Our run is favourable. This is one of the toughest games we're going to have. Liverpool and Chelsea and Everton, are the three other games that you're looking at as real, real tough challenges. It's the games against the smaller sides that we need to be taking. West Ham have been brilliant this season. Don't let anyone tell you. Don't let Hugh Wizzy turn around and say, this is West Ham. This is West Ham. I can't believe it. How are we losing against West Ham? This West Ham side are good. It's fact. They are a good side, and we've managed to come back and score three goals against a very good team. Oh dear me, Hugh! Questions. You've got questions to answer, mate. Questions to answer. Oh dear me. Uh, Ray says, "What lack of scored?" Does anyone else realise that Aubameyang was still wearing the armband? <laughs> yeah, he was. He didn't even take it off. He didn't even give it to anyone else. Doesn't even know he's captain. Vincenzo Patroni says, Tom, do you think Arsenal will spend at all? I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that. That's my best Italian. He might not even be Italian, Vincenzo, (laughs) but it sounds Italian. And I hope you appreciate the effort I've gone into the pronunciation. Uh, Tom, do you think Arsenal will spend at all in the summer if we don't get Europe next season? Yes, I do. I do believe they will. Uh, Iron Cup says, Tom, Erdogan just told me he's going to sign for us if you publicly admit he's way better than Zobos (sniffs) like. Happily. Erdogan... Soboslai, sorry. Uh, see you later. See you later, Soboslai. We've got a new king. We've got a new king in the channel. <laughs> Ronit says, we don't do anything easily. We do easy things difficult. <laughs> yeah, you're spot on, mate. Spot on. Uh, Vigness says, Soboslai has Erdegaard's poster in his bedroom. <laughs> oh, David Keith says, Tom, be honest, mate. At 3-0 down, were you looking at possible new managers at half-time? Be honest. No, David, I wasn't. I wasn't because I know that that 30 minutes that the start of the game was not Arteta's Arsenal. And Lacazette came out and said as such. That wasn't his team. That was not his team that he put out there. That wasn't the instructions he would given him. I questioned the team selection. But the tactics, that's not him. That's not him. That's that team utterly letting him down in the first 30 minutes. My God, so frustrating seeing that team uh temi says tom can you honestly see that bellerine at right back is holding us back he didn't even play today but i agree with you He didn't even play oh dear me (laughs) goodness says tom don't have a dig at you some of your opinions are so trash (laughs) we can agree to disagree it was a dig at you all it was is (laughs) you i get so frustrated with you sometimes oh that first 30 minutes i just internalized everything Absolutely everything. Absolutely. And then the thing is, is Hugh goes to me in the second half and he goes, oh, this West Ham team have be good this season. <laughs> oh, we're going to have words, Hugh. We're going to have words. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Joe says, Avarist out there, Tom, and hasn't hit the back of the net yet. I said we play him into form, but there aren't games in the remaining season. Yeah, fair play. Fair play, mate. Um, <laughs> DJ, <laughs> you're going to lose your admin privileges, DJ. You're going to lose it. Some of Hugh's opinions are trash, to trust. Oh, my boy. Respect on Hugh is his name. Uh, Rodick says, the players are clearly playing for Arteta at the moment, but can't guarantee how long they will continue to do so if we don't add quality players and improve drastically. Uh, Vignes says, Moyes was about to cry when we came back from free free. <laughs> oh, the tears. Just drink them in to drink those tears in from fraud. In, fraud what's his name? Freud. Fraud. Fraud Moyes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, man. Uh, Babish says, I haven't, th- uh, I haven't bought anything for three years and I'm not going to buy anything if the Cronkies are still an owner. I'm doing my part. Why aren't you? Why aren't you doing your part? Because I love my club and I will still buy a shirt. I love my club, and you won't stop me buying a shirt. I don't agree with that sort of thing. Sure, if you want to do it, fine. If you want to say I'm not going to buy any shirts, I don't want to give the crunkies any money. That's fine, but don't don't spew your agenda all over anyone else and implore them to do the same. If people want to buy a shirt, buy a shirt. I buy a shirt. I I tell you, there are worse things that you can do. You can go and buy shirts with little logos of like a YouTuber on it instead. If you want to do that. <laughs> or you could go out and you know spend the money on the club and spend the money on getting an Arsenal badge on your shirt instead there's your choice there's your choice I know what I'd pick Glenn Cook says you must have thought this was the Arsenal versus West Ham in 04 05 <laughs> Uh thought and you not bu- you not buying a shirt could cost us son in Messi <laughs> Oh wow Semi says, do we give Lacazette a new contract? Mate, if he keeps playing like this, (laughs) if he plays like this, but then we do this, don't we? We give contracts to players because they play for one, and then afterwards, what do they do? They drop off? No. Nah. 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 DJ says, shots at the site. Is there even a... Oh, yeah. JJ's obviously an Arsenal fan, but (laughs) the rest aren't even Arsenal fans, mate. (laughs) Deary me. Uh, M.I.L. says, Tom, did you see the leaked 21-20? Yeah, mate, and I'm buying all of them. <laughs> if, the, if, the, if the third if the third kit is as good as the first and the second kit, yeah, all day long. My end says, Tom, what's your opinion on West Ham's second goal? Embarrassing, mate. Embarrassing. I don't care. I saw people um, spewing stuff about it was taken from a different position. I don't care. I don't care. It's unacceptable to have your back to the ball on it. Stay on it. You've given away a free kit. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's crap. Whatever. You need to turn your head. You need to get your head screwed on and do it. That's not down to the manager, is it? I saw people going, oh, my God, 2-0 down. Look at that goal. That's on Arteta. Are you mental? Are you mental? That is on the players. That is on the players' just pure lack of focus to do that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Waleed says, "Uh, Tom, would you rather loan Erdogan for another year and save the money for a centimeter, or sign him now? Sign him now, mate. Sign Sign him up. Sign him up. He might be the best signing we make. Dan Roberts says but Tom the ref was still talking to our players and hadn't blown the whistle. There is no rule. There is no rule that the referee has to wait for the opposition side to be ready. If you remember the Brighton uh was it the Brighton West Brom game? You remember the whole chaos with Lee Mason and the whole thing. There is no rule that says the referee has to wait if he didn't blow the whistle, it's down to the, disc- the discretion of the referee. It is down to the discretion of the ref. And I'm not going to criticize John Moss today because John Moss, for all I know, is our guardian angel based upon that performance. Fact: he, I've never seen anyone blow up for a dive in their own half from which we then score. So put some respect on John Moss's name today. Tomorrow, we're going to have a different opinion. But today, respect. Respect John Moss. <laughs> respect him. Oh dearie me! Uh, Igbo says we should have focused on Laka rather than Bamian. Promote Balogun and Aziz next season. Mate, Balagun's gone. Balogun is gone. If he stays, I'll be I'll be utterly, utterly bewildered to see him stay at this point. George Allen says ball wasn't taken from the correct spot though. VAR disappeared again. Yeah, I, just, I don't know how close it was to the real position. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. That's not what you should be concerned about. It's not what you you should be concerned about the fact that our players weren't paying attention. That's what you should be concerned about. Not not where he gave the free kick from, whatever. Not anything. Hamza says, I don't think we can sign him. Madrid are definitely watching and would probably keep him to pair him with Holland. Um, Iron Cub says, wonder what we'll do with Enketia in the summer. Sell, sell, see ya. Bye bye. Go on, give us some money and uh, we'll spend it on someone else. Spend it on Erdogan. That's all we'll we do. We will spend it on Erdogan. Iron Cub says we've spent more than a lot of the teams above us right now. We need to stop blaming Cronky. Yeah, that's true. We have spent a hell of a lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. Uh, Emma says Balogun scored today as well. Nice long shot. Fair, fair play. Sign the contract then, mate. Fignesh says, "Lol, was anyone uh, was anyone about to punch their screen when they showed Sabyas warming up when we were three-one down? Yeah, me. I was about to punch my screen because he should have been nowhere and." I agree with the the last sub, sure. The subs were wrong, though. Like The, the subs, in terms of their timing, in terms of when they happened, I didn't agree with them. Taking Xhaka off then, take a Bamiyang off earlier and put Smith Rowe on the left wing. If it's not working, then take Xhaka off later and put Martinelli up top and drop Smith Rowe into the middle part of the pitch. Why keep a Bamiyang on that for that long? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea why you would keep him on for that long, but we did. We did keep him on for that long, so it is what it is. It is what it is. Colin says, Martinelli should be playing more minutes than Abamyang. Regan says, do you think Salib will be involved next season? Yes, I do. Simon says, if it makes anyone feel better, Juve just lost to a 16th place team at home. <laughs> could be worse. It could be Andrea Pirlo. Wilson says, we have spent big money on average players, Tom. We are in a bloody mess. Yeah, you're right. We spent loads of money. That's, that's not what we're, we're questioning. Arsenal spend money. That's not what you can You can't say Arsenal don't spend. We've spent loads of money. We spent £561 million between 2015 and 2019 summers. That is an incredible, title-challenging amount of money to spend. The problem is is that we spent it on utter dire, dire talent, mostly. We spent it on Mustafi and Sokratis. We spent it on players that we played in the wrong position. We bought Lucas Torreira and Unai We played them at 10. We need to add to our spine. We bring in Pepe. I don't get it. We need to change. We need to change how we recruit, and we've done that. We've started to see that. They've got their heads screwed on. These are the people that have brought in Partey and Gabriel and Erdogan. These are your guys. These are the players. These are the people that are bringing in. And you want to get rid of them? It's going to take time to change things, man. It's going to take so much time for us to become better because we've got to gradually get out the utter dire crap mentality that we've got and some of the really bad players, and we've started to do that. It's going to take time to change things. If you want quick wins, go support someone else because you ain't getting them at Arsenal. You ain't getting quick wins at Arsenal, no matter who's the coach. It takes time. It takes a lot of time, and we need to keep going with it. Lucas Perez. Thank you, Regan. Another really good example of money wasted. Wasted. Oh, man. New Tide says, get rid of Xhaka and Bellerin and bring in Lamptey and Basuma. Ed says, we have pieces in place, just not enough for them yet. Getting there, though. Alex George says the mess we're in now have uh the mess we're in now have been around for ages. It's just been under the radar and it's coming to the surface now. I don't know if, I don't think it's just coming to the surface now. I think it's come to the surface for a long, long time, mate. Um Ronin says Torero will be good at CDM if we keep him. I don't think we're gonna keep it. I think he's gonna go. I don't think he wants to be it. Um Red Kem says, we or Arteta don't have time. Unfortunately, I get it, I understand it. Time is a luxury in football. But we don't have the we don't have the means to do the other thing. the The alternative to having time and patience is spending more, is investing more, and we don't have the capabilities to do that, unfortunately. That like we've spent a lot of money, but comparatively, in terms of like when you think about net spend and all of that crap, Man City and Chelsea and United are far and away above us in terms of that side of things, and we don't have that. So, we need to be sensible with our recruitment, and that's not what we've done. You look at West Ham, Suchek, Koufal, Bowen, Antonio, Pablo Fornells, Ben Rama. It's smart signings, Diop. Like, it's, 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 it's just smarter bits of business that we just aren't doing. And uh, that, that's why they're having a really good season because they've crafted a really good squad. We need to bring in better players. Bring in better players. Absolutely bring in better players and you'll see better. And we are seeing better. This season has been chaos. Absolutely chaos. It's it's unmeasurable. It's not a free hit by any means. I'm not saying that. But you can't base things off this season. This season is just so strange. And we have been really, really unlucky with some of the stuff that's happened to us this year. And I know some people turn around and say excuses. And I get it. And I know that's frustrating for some people to hear. But it's the truth, unfortunately. Um, and I've seen a lot of improvements since Boxing Day. We've lost three games since Boxing Day in the league. And two of them, arguably, we didn't deserve to. So, yeah, we're moving forwards. I think we're fourth in the form table. Fourth or fifth, something like that, since Christmas. So, stay with it. I really think that this this kind of thing changed us today. This This showed us that the players are really on and backing this coach. They are really wanting to back this guy. They want this. They want to change things. They want to progress. They want it. Yeah, we need more quality. Yeah, we need to sign more players. And yeah, we need to move out some of the deadwood still. And we need to make sure we keep the players at the club like Erdogan desperately, desperately. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed we can do that. Please drop a like on the video, guys. Please, 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 if you've enjoyed the show, if you've not enjoyed the show, I don't care. Just drop a like. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow for the podcast. I'll be joined by Kesh, Jess and Adam are going to be joining me tomorrow, 8.30pm UK time. So make sure you join us then. Uh, we'll be discussing this game and more as we go into this international break. And next weekend, international break and we're going to have a quiz on the Arsenal TGT channel uh, to try and keep your boredom at bay a little bit. So that should be fun. Um, next weekend, I got to sort it out. Got to get it. But make sure you drop a like on the video, guys. Go watch our live reactions on Hugh Wizzy's channel. You know where that is. Just type in Hugh Wizzy on on uh, your YouTube. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You can follow us at the Goon and Talk TV and at Tom Canton Media on Twitter. I will see you again tomorrow evening at eight thirty. It's been a pleasure to speak to you guys as always. Thank God we got back from three nil down. Unbelievable scenes. We'll see you again very very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. <laughs>